Do you ever judge yourself? Listen, don't even answer that because I know the truth. You probably do. You know why? Because I think we all do. We have a lot of pressure and expectations on ourselves. And oh, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I kind of like putting pressure and expectations on myself because it feels like I get a lot done. Right? <laughs> I'm an achiever type person. Don't judge me. Don't be judging me while you're trying to stop judging yourself. This is getting complicated. But listen, there is a level of this that can cause a lot of stress and unnecessary strain to our goals, our ambition, and just our life in general. How do we let go of this, though? Today, we are joined by a social psychologist who says that this one activity, well, it's going to help you let go of pressure, release the expectations we sometimes wrongfully place on ourselves. And yeah, y'all, it's going to make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Dr. Manish is an international social psychologist, educator, speaker, specialist in emotions, positive psychology, and gender. Her work solves myths of emotion by breaking down the complexity of social and cultural concepts. Through her extraordinary research, she brings new ways of understanding how we can use emotions to be who we want to be, create impact, and flourish in life. I mean... Sign me up. Anybody in the back? She has a very interesting tip on how to release self-judgment, let go of pressure, and just really thrive and be in the moment. It's a tip that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> but hey, have you talked to me yet? I know I feel like I'm sitting here begging for friends. I just want to be your friend so bad because I think you're freaking amazing. And it's super simple. All you got to do is connect with me over on Instagram. It is at happybrainfm. That's linked in the show notes along with our wildly fun, wildly crazy community over on Discord, which can be found at tlbc.co forward slash community. We have both of those there for you because we want your voice to be heard and we just like you. We think you're pretty cool. All that's linked in the show notes. Ah. <sighs> But let's let go of the pressure and the expectation to connect with Heather on these platforms. So Dr. Manish, listen, get this. She told me that if we could do things, get this, listen in, listen in, do things that we're not good at that would help relieve pressure off our lives. Yes, I said, do things you're not good at. The reason for it is that Usually when we do things, we have expectations and we have expectations of, you know, going into a specific situation and it going a specific way. Let's say, you know, we can take a very simple example, um, yoga, right? Let's say you've been doing yoga now for 10 years, 15 years, even five years, and you are going to yoga class and you want to feel better. And that's the reason why you're going but then that day is the day when your body isn't that flexible. And so you come out of the yoga class reflecting on it and being disappointed that you were actually not that flexible because you went in already with the expectation. Now imagine you 
you know, something that I'm not good at, and I've tried it just twice in my life is uh, playing golf, for example, you know, I'm not good at it. I have several friends that are not good at it, but going to a driving range with knowing that we all are not good at it and just hitting the balls just out of the purpose of being together and just trying something new to be able to laugh about yourself and laugh together. Mm. And that is the whole reasoning behind that tip. And I do that with really most of my clients where I tell them like, what are you really not good at? But you've always kind of like looked at it and you were maybe even a little bit afraid of trying it out because you don't want to know how bad you are at it, you know, to use that word. And then just go in it with the full intention of enjoying it and enjoying it for what it is. And if you can do that, I mean, it's it's just magic. It's really magic that happens in those moments because people let go. And sometimes they're, they're being really positively surprised. And it's that moment of surprise. It's when you're doing something for the first time and you don't know which way it's going to go. But because you're not expecting to come out with a specific result, it gives you very positive feelings. Now, listening to this, I... I mean, I feel like I would have to release a lot of self-judgment with being okay with being bad at something. Come on, especially in front of other people. I mean, come on. What you were just saying is even the second step that describes even why that is not just important, but so freeing. Because the moment you do it and you realize that you can let go of the self-judgment, you realize that you can be fully in the moment for the moment itself is the moment that really empowers you, that shows you how you can step back into your power and understand how self-judgment is sometimes you know, hindering you from achieving specific goals, how self-judgment is also making you be really stuck in your mind. And in the work that I do, you know, I love, and it's not, it's not just about the mind-body connection. It's really going beyond that, starting to develop self-trust on an intuitive level, understanding and reconnecting with your emotions the way you want to feel and experience your emotions. Mm. It's not just about quite often, you know, we feel specific things because we were taught to understand those feelings in a specific way, such as self, you know, like also self-judgment comes from that. But then when you're just going into a fully new situation where you know you're most likely not going to be good at, that means that you don't have to achieve something. There's the freedom that comes with it. Imagine you can just go out the, the way kids, kids are doing it, right? They just go into a situation and just do it for the for, for the purpose of doing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, too often also, I see now nowadays, quite often parents also guiding their children into success and into goals. But when you just allow them to play now, fall is coming up, you know, playing in the leaves outside, just for the purpose of playing. There is no good or bad in it. There is no no higher higher success in it, no purpose. It's just, just doing it. And I think that's the reason why, you know, like, Going out, golfing, even though you're not good at it, just for doing it, you know? Maybe you yeah. will enjoy hitting the ball. Maybe you will enjoy not, you know, actually hitting the ball because you don't hit it. It doesn't matter what it is. It's this exercise is pushing your boundaries. It's making you rethink how you're thinking about yourself. And it's forcing you to be in that moment. You know, you're really, it's an all in all compensating 
exercise that honestly, I have not seen anyone yet come out of it unhappy. Usually people come out with hilarious stories, you know, and that's what we want. We want to have the fun in life. We want to bring back joy. And Heather, what you're doing is right. It's bringing back joy into the everyday life. Now, I love positive psychology. I really, I mean, the name just, it just makes you feel good, right? Positive psychology. And I get it. We know we, we, we know we should make time for exploring and being in the moment and going outside and sniffing a flower. I mean, like we get it, right? But sometimes it just seems like a frivolous pursuit because we ain't got the time, Paul. We're busy up in her, right? But let's dig into the why behind that. Maybe if we could understand how positive psychology views these activities in relation to human potential. Great question. Heather, great, great question. So funny because that brings me to this. I did not put those books on purpose behind me, but you were just, you know, pointing it out and asking me what kind of books do I have in the background? Now, real quick, she's pulling out a book here and we're kind of laughing. I'm going to give you some insider info, some insider info, y'all. Before we hit record, I was totally like geeking out over her books because I'm a nerd like that. But she had one that was called Non-Zero, The Logic of Human Destiny, which she was just telling me about right before. So it was interesting how it kind of circled back and got brought into the interview. Side note, I ordered the book. Haven't started it yet, but it's linked in the show notes if you want to join me. So one of the books is the non, Non-Zero uh, Theory, The Logic of Human Destiny. So human potential, abundance. He speaks about abundance and what it means. There's one thing that he says, and that's something that really um, made me think and, and question a lot of research also that I'm reading. But human development and potential doesn't happen through the experience of negative emotions. It happens through the experience of positive emotions. That's the reason why we need to allow ourselves to be joyful and happy and laugh about our mistakes. Because when we laugh about our mistakes, they become solutions. They become stepping stones into the next level. And they're becoming learning experiences instead of mistakes. So it's that decoding. It's that bringing in lightness. For me, you know, when I work with my clients, it's really important to bring lightness back into the situations that shift from life is hard to we make life sometimes hard. Life is what it is. Let's not necessarily judge it. Let's take it for what it is. And that human potential as new, you know, neuroscience also shows is our nerve system is being calmed down through positive emotions. So Mm -hmm. if we experience negative emotions, if we shift our focus onto negative emotions, what we're triggering is a uh, fight or flight system. With fight or flight, we become less creative, more focused. So yes, sometimes it can be helpful in creating solutions when we are more focused. But generally, we want to be in a relaxed stage where our mind is creative, sees potential, sees the wideness of the world and, and is able to break through the boxes that we have created. And we do that through experiencing joy and happiness, you know, laughing together, bringing in again that lightness, that abundance, because what it does is it opens up the understanding of there is so much more around us and there's so much that we can share with one another. And I think that's that's really what, you know, comes down to the core of the work that that we are doing, you know, helping yeah. people to stress less 
and be more in the moment so they can be what they want and who they want to be in the future. Now, I've never had the courage to ask this because uh, I'm just afraid. I don't know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to ask this, but I did. I did right here. Your girl was brave. Check it. I'm going to geek out for a minute. Cognitive behavioral therapy. It's, it's helped a lot of people and a lot of people swear by it. And there's a lot of research that backs it, but it's always confused me because when you start talking about like the, the makeup of our brains and understanding neuroplasticity and how we actually strengthen connection through attention, it's always confused me because CBT combats negative thoughts and tries to dismantle them through thinking through them logically and some other exercises. But still, when you think about neuroplasticity, it would seem any attention on negative thoughts would kind of do the opposite, strengthen them, right? It does. So there are different schools also, you know, and there are new, of course, science is always, it's a dynamic process. We learn right. on a regular basis, more things. Therefore, we also learn more and more about the brain. I mean, what we know today, we didn't know that five years ago, even. I mean, it's right. unbelievable what, what happened in the past five years. So when we speak about positive and negative emotions, and I am in the process of trying to let go of the word positive and negative because of what you are saying. Because so every emotion has two sides to, to, to the story. One thing is um, there is that true belief, you know, I have sometimes people come to me and they're like, oh yeah, I'm interested in positive psychology and I'm inter interested in positive thinking because I want to let go of my negative emotions. Okay. Mm. Those emotions are part of your story. Without the negative ones, we wouldn't have the positive ones. Yeah. I'm using right now, you know, positive and negative just to bring it to the next level. Emotions are circular. They are movement. They are dynamic. All emotion is, is actually energy that is flowing through our um, neurological system. And based on what we are experiencing, we are then decoding it into the feeling, right? We are saying we are giving it a name. And through the name that we are giving it, we are giving it the connotation of if it's bad or good for us. You just blew my mind. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's powerful. I think it's so powerful because it gives you, and I'm not speaking about the very basic fear when you're in a war zone. Okay, let's take that aside. I'm speaking about us in, in, in the day-to-day -day basis. But you can manipulate the way you are understanding it and I, I had yesterday a conversation with someone. The pain that I experienced in my teenage years, growing up as a foreigner in a new country and, and all of that, was a necessary stepping stone to understand who I am and who I want to be. Therefore, it was not negative. It wasn't positive maybe either, you know, like that's the reason I'm saying let's let 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 go of this. But it was a part, it was a necessary experience in order to give me the full experience of actually what life is on both sides. That is where it becomes powerful because that means that we are giving ourselves the choice mm. of how we want to see life and how we want to process in life. Now, isn't this interesting that, you know, we went through a woo, we talked about a lot, didn't we, in 15 minutes, but now we're circled back to the very, very beginning. We were talking about being in the moment, allowing ourselves to release judgment, intentionally do things we're not good at with the intent to play and explore. Now, I know that might seem like a nice thought, but if we're intentional with it, we can make space for that throughout our day. Maybe in this very hour, maybe in this very moment, look around you. 
What could you engage with right now in this moment to bring you back to the present? Make sure you connect with Dr. Manish over at kingamanish.com that is linked in the show notes. And listen, y'all, whether it is pursuing happiness without toxic positivity, taking some fun action so you don't procrastinate, or doing something that you're not good at so you can release that self-judgment. Amen. Hallelujah. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.